Hello and welcome to the Exponential Potential podcast, helping you thrive in times of change with your hosts, Claire Oatway and Jennifer Evans, aka Zengen, along with expert guests sharing with you uplifting, inspiring and insightful stories, groundbreaking, rule-shaking ideas, fresh, new, exciting perspective and truly transformational tools and top tips, as well as generous gifts for you, our listeners, on an array of topics, all designed to help you thrive in all areas of life. So sit back, and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and welcome everybody to another amazing Exponential Potential podcast. And today I have one of my favorite jobs, which is to host and interview my other co-host, Claire Oatway. Welcome, Claire. It's so wonderful to see you. Hello. <laughs> hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> playful as ever <laughs> yes excellent excellent I love your shirt by the way I love the, the create yeah the playfulness of your shirt yeah. so Claire is an expert leadership and strategy coach for businesses especially female leaders and uh, today we are talking about business strategies on how you can supercharge your creativity and get things done in the workplace so this is going to be good and it's lovely to move to sort of take a step on from the previous episode which is all about creativity and self-worth so it's a really nice link um and also this month is around abundance and um and creativity just fits in so well with that so yeah i'm excited some of the tips that we've got coming forward just as a prelude um Mm. are around how you can create abundance around you using creativity how you know if you're if you're in a job and you're feeling stuck how you can use creativity to fall in love and be productive and get spotted get promoted or if you're running your own business how you can use creativity to adapt your strategy and your approaches but at its core you know some really key bits about creativity that make a huge difference in the workplace Yes. Yeah. And and a couple of the other topics is, you know, um, how we become quite forgetful around creative, uh, how to play. We forget how to play because we're all so serious all the time. So we're going to talk about that. Claire's also going to touch on psychology, so the psychological safety and play ways you can boost that sense of security, that sense of safety, that trusting environment. Um, And if we have time, we're going to dive into the diversity to creative de bonos thinking. De bonos, he's one of my absolute Um, favourites. Right, so we're definitely going to get to that. And then looking outside your normal industry for playful, creative ideas. So we'll dive right in. And um, Claire, what what would you say about high achievers and and who, who notices that they're a high achiever and what what do they forget to do or what do they focus on instead well you know I, I spend a lot of time um looking at uh, saboteur behaviors and through the framework of 
positive intelligence. And, and very often those people that lead businesses, you know, they are high achievers. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I'm in that. I have, I've got the MBA, I've got the BA, I've got the fellow in this, I've got the fellow in that. So I'm, I'm kind of collecting all of these, uh, accolades which is fantastic and it feeds into my work um but I'm I'm quite driven in that now what people don't realize is that I'm driven because that's my way of showing that I'm worth something is mm-hmm. if I have the badge mm-hmm. um, but within many corporate environments you know there's that authority that comes before well, you've got that badge so you must be good you've got that badge so we get caught on this um hamster wheel of achievement to demonstrate our worth and and just through that busyness um mm-hmm. and industriousness we kind of we get caught in a bit of a rut <laughs> very productive yes. ruts and very successful ruts um but we do get caught and and similarly in in that category I put people who perhaps use a lot of logic within their um work environment so kind of finance or technology or you know operations um engineering it's like almost this mechanistic for do this then this will happen if I do this then this will happen mm-hmm. um and in in both of those worlds uh they're quite hard quite direct quite hard quite forceful quite get it done have an impact turn the profit and I think that squeezes out creativity in in mm-hmm. most in many many workplaces in, in fact most workplaces um which is which is really sad mm. and do you think so that's one is that one of the ways we lose creativity is we get folk we get caught up in the dots and the art you know the, the detail and the logistics and being logical and as you say getting it done yeah well sometimes creativity um and play I mean play can be a really dirty word in work because it, it evokes a sense of you know, not taking work seriously, not taking business seriously, and mm-hmm. you know, and children play, adults don't play. Yeah, um, and, and we kind of just we we minimise it all of the time. Um, and there's we, also that belief system that I know I grew up with. I'm sure you did. Of if you want some, you know, if you want to be successful in your business or in your career, you have to work hard. So that, that that's ingrained, isn't it? That work hard ethic. So I can totally understand why play is, you know, a dirty word in the business. And I can well, totally to relate to that. Work hard, negotiate hard. You have to follow the rules. You have to set the rules. Yeah, it's it's quite. Um, yeah, it's, there's not much space for free flow and and sometimes as well creativity is seen as a bit of an indulgent exercise because mm-hmm. it kind of isn't doesn't always have that productive you know if I spend 20 minutes meditating I will have done this <laughs> it's like no, actually you that time supports your longer term goal as well as your immediate goal you know just let go we don't have to be on in the sense of visibly working and producing and being caught in meetings the whole time and yeah 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 so it it gets it gets squashed out but um and also and also on top of that one of the things you may or may not have realized but I spend a lot of time in this world in the 90s there was a real focus in management and strategy and business literature on 
performance scorecards. And again, these brought in many more mechanistic approaches. So lean manufacturing, a lot of these terms were starting to come, come through that gave us a sense of control over our environment because you can see what's happening, you can adjust it, you can make, you know, again, it keeps reinforcing this mechanistic style. But the outside world is not like that. People are not like that. <laughs> so you know, to bring more collaboration and creativity in uh, will help any business to thrive, any team to thrive in a, in a way um, in a way that's absolutely necessary alongside the scorecards. Yeah, I remember ISO nine, do blah, blah 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 coming in, and I, I was, it, oh my god, was that boring and tedious? But that's, it was literally, wasn't it, a manual of how you had to run your business and all these yeah. systems, and there was no room for any creativity there. It was all yeah. very, very logical, and this is what happens next, and this is what happens next. So, what other benefits um, are there of creativity? So, you you talk about it creates more flow. Um, and what other benefits can you share around that? So creativity brings success. Um, studies have, have explored the role of creativity. So Adobe led a study on creativity and found um, that those businesses that in, you know, engaged in creative practice were one and a half times more successful than the normal business. Um, in terms of creativity there are different approaches to strategy um i'll try not to go deep in strategy but there's there's one called blue ocean strategy and and the idea is that there are always new opportunities but and so rather than fighting and competing in a in an ocean full of sharks which is a red ocean you go and find <laughs> your own stretch of ocean because the ocean is vast and wide and you can create a new market you can create new ideas um but it it means a certain level of bravery to mm. be able to find those new opportunities, those new market, those new markets, those new ways of of you know, producing. Um, I think the other impacts that it has is it can reduce stress quite quickly, and it can create a team cohesion um, quite quickly if you can. You know, engage in creative practices if you can create that sense of play it can bring joy into the workplace and you know I've I've led many many people in the past and uh sometimes those structures can suck out the joy of people <laughs> yeah, I remember. So you, you want to bring it back in because you want people to thrive and they thrive in a workplace they they bring their ideas they they bring their commitment and their loyalty they bring their passion and that leads to success. Um, so kind of right away from the individual level up to you know, the macro level for businesses, creativity is absolutely crucial. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think and you look at a lot of companies that have that creativity and you look at their success and you also look at the amount of people that want to work for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look at Google, for example, you know, mm, the amount of time that they deliberately set aside that's, that allows people to explore different interests, uh, different industries, different skills. And all of this comes, if you can create the right balance in that, all of that um, activity comes in to serve the business. It serves the needs of the teams as well. 
so there's a there's a definite we talk a lot around energy and it's surprising how much <laughs> it comes through in language but there is a real vibrancy around those businesses that you know, are creative in their approach mm-hmm. yeah I mean I remember even back in the the 90s um I was on a a um jolly if you like for I used to work in the tech industry in sales and I went to Silicon Valley and it was like oh my god this is amazing and they had squash courts and tennis courts and areas where you know specific creative areas and it was just unbelievable it was incredible so yeah Yeah. and you could see you could feel I could certainly feel that energy of yeah Yeah. happiness and joy well whereas here here in the UK I think we're still stuck in the workhouses of the Victorian (laughs) era (laughs) there we go (laughs) yes indeed although we're getting there (laughs) there Uh, yes um so how can you so we talk you talk about creativity but how can how can you as an individual or in the workplace or as a company boost the creativity of your employees in your teams so I think it's I'm a I'm a fan of an away day or an away session and you know an allotted Mm. amount of time where there is a set purpose, but actually you release the reins, you kind of create a space for people to uh, play with ideas. I know that many people hate icebreakers with a passion, they're so (laughs) cynical about them, Um, but I do think that they are a way of bringing in connection. I think there are some icebreakers that I use when I teach executives um, that just start to expand possibilities uh, so I'll give I'll give you an example it's it's a silly word game um, and I I'd say right here's two words uh, I want you to create as many different product ideas or service ideas as you can within 15 minutes and you know the the aim of the game is to come up with as many as you possibly can so what we would call brainstorming although can't anymore um but but to create that space and the noise levels go through the roof the the words that I give them are marshmallow and (laughs) motorbike so (laughs) deliberately silly ideas and I was like right just have a play with this concept and I've had everything from motorbike tools around campfires where you're burning marshmallows um to you know, kind of a marshmallow shaped like a motorbike to uh, <laughs> leather spray that smells like marshmallows. But Ooh, it's, fast, it's fascinating to see kind of the breadth of people's ideas and they're bringing in examples from their own world mm. as well as creating new ones and, and building on each other's. So if somebody comes up with a, you know, this idea of a marshmallow spray on leather, it's like, well, why don't we take the the filling of marshmallow and put that in the seats so that you know we're creating these marshmallow Ooh. soft seats on motorbikes <laughs> and you leave you can feel it going through but mm. the energy is really really high um and you know it covers some mechanical ideas some kind of really deep adventure ideas and and when you have no rules you have this abundance of possibilities that then you can start to contain again 
Um, mm. So using using aspects like that are helpful. I think in terms of encouraging people to explore beyond the boundaries of their team, even mm-hmm. internally, to, to find out what other people do and to start to examine how their work could influence their own. Um, mm-hmm. Looking at other businesses or even looking at in other industries. So, um, so you could... I, I, I'm a prolific reader. I love, I love reading and I love experimenting with tech. And I would read uh, in a, when I was working and running a healthcare business, I would read around technology business. I'd be like, mm-hmm. ah, okay, I wonder what would happen if we brought that into here. And I wonder, and what does that look like? And yeah. Um, and I think that perhaps another way that you can bring in play is, is, in terms of some of your references that you pull through. So a, a, a great book that I recommend is um, called Be More Pirate. And uh, I know it's just making- Writing that one down. <laughs> so Be More Pirate, is, it's written by Sam Conniff. Um, and it led me to be, be in a room called The Sales Pirates for some time, co-hosting <laughs> a clubhouse. Um, but the idea is that the pirates of old had really good structure they were really agile they were they had a sense of camaraderie they actually were pro-women as kind of leaders and captains on boats they were very democratic so if the part you know if you didn't agree with the chief pirate you'd have them overboard um but they they'd spread messages they kind of build up folklore about uh, what they were doing, where they were going, um, and kind of many of these aspects made them very successful uh, in in what they did, although depends which side of it you're on. <laughs> but, but it made them really successful in terms of their, their team approach and, and achieving their intended outcomes. Um, but again, using references like that, I was like, okay, it gives permission to be playful, to explore, mm-hmm. bring different thing, different aspects in. And it also reminds me of lots of pirate jokes, which I'm not going to do here because they're just too dire, but they always make me laugh. <laughs> well, pirate, pirates, yeah, why are pirates so funny? Because they are. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, some of, some of those aspects, and I think as well, uh, another way that you can you can bring in um, more capacity. Not necessarily just for play, but around how you apply rules. Very often you can you can have a set process and that's the way that it happens. And I've always preferred to, whenever I can, to create parameters rather than prescriptive rules. Because when mm-hmm. you can create parameters, people will find their own way through. You give them permission to solve problems in a completely different way um, than they would normally or based on different encounters they have with customers, for example, or based on their strengths. So when you can create those parameters and and just create the freedom and people experiment and they trial and come back and and explore what's worked or what's not worked and then learn and then grow from there, um, it's a really sustainable way to empower people Mm. and to nurture more success in your teams Mm. yes definitely and and I and I'm I'm thinking that you need to have a safe trusting environment to do that yeah well yeah so there's there's 
increasing talk around psychological safety in mm -hmm. the workplace. Um, and for many people who uh, are under a lot of stress or perhaps have a controlling boss, kind of you, you, you spend a lot of time in fear um, yes. at work. Yeah. Um, you look at some environments, that. You know, having worked within healthcare, the amount of scarcity and fear that is in there is, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a very difficult working environment. Um, and that can lead to, it can lead to errors, it can lead to burnout, it can lead to high turnover um, without you realising. And if you look more broadly where you've got mass redundancies coming through, similarly, that kind of news brings more fear into the workplace because mm -hmm. people don't want to lose their jobs. Um, and so, you know, there's many, many workplaces nowadays have this sense of you need to obey, you need to deliver, you need to be driven to achieve this for survival, um, which, don't get me wrong, is, is important. But actually, you need to create a sense of safety that people can um, try new ideas or challenge how you've done things in the past or challenge unethical behaviour or mm -hmm. challenge poor behaviour among peers in order to... Um, it's it's their way of investing in the workplace and helping it to grow as opposed to being a resource that's used seeing yourself as part of a bigger team as part of a bigger resource um and and so you know psychological safety is is critical in terms of performance um within so many businesses but mm -hmm. it's you have to be intentional in creating the environment and that comes from the leadership aspect doesn't it the that's top, top down or is that something that other employees can to, can start to sort of activate to, to well, take action actually, on yeah for for me um my definition of a leader is very rarely attached to the title that you're given at work mm. so anybody can can lead um, and you can create that sense of safety within your own local environment so you can say you know for example an in interaction here's my idea but I'd love to have your feedback or I've, how you give feedback of I've noticed this happens and the impact is that what could we change so mm -hmm. it's it's starting to look for solutions and trying to avoid trying to um, invite feedback without judgment necessarily um, yeah I think that might be a different episode as well in terms of that's about that's really empowerment and courage and knowing your rights and responsibilities and all that sort of thing around that would be I think a really interesting episode to have as to how you how you uh, voice and express yourself when you have controlling force yeah. above you kind of yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and you know, I think if you there are there are so many parallels that you can pull through in terms of play. Um, so if you look at failure, for example, um, mm -hmm. if you if you set if you see children at play, they they don't and they're building bricks and the bricks fall, kind of you get that emotional reaction, but they start building again. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's more resilience in there. Um, 
<clears throat> Whereas within a workplace, you know, and again, working within healthcare, you, if there are any errors or failures, you need to investigate. And that, and sometimes it can lead to, well, you've done that wrong. And that's a safety issue. Whereas you're not really starting to understand what might have gone wrong or if it's something within the environment or you're not curious about what, what's happened. And, and sometimes you can invest too much in saying you're wrong as opposed to how do we make this right? How do we learn? How do we keep going? Um, so keep to return to building again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you might throw your toys out of your pram for a minute. Yeah, well, <laughs> and and then and children aren't far, frightened of fear, are they? They just, yeah. oh, it didn't work. Let's try it again. Let's yeah. try it a different way this time or yeah. let's Definitely. do it a bit slower or take my time or, yeah. Yeah, and you know, other ways that uh, business can bring in psychological safety is is around leadership training so investing mm -hmm. in leadership training so and in diversity to encourage a range of voices around the table to um encourage a culture that recognizes the value that everybody brings and encourages that to come forward uh also uh, creating um whistleblowing uh protocols and uh, these, these are core solid approaches to management but are often missed so mm -hmm. providing an avenue that if someone has got a concern or a gripe they they're able to escalate that before it goes too far to, to somebody else within the organization um and i think in many businesses people don't feel safe to do that and so they change environment you know completely so businesses lose lose talented people because of it mm -hmm. and you know, it's so easy to shrug off and go, well, it's just how we are here. We always will be, unless somebody changes it. You change, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm very interested to know what, so you're talking about diversity. Um, yeah. So what is Create De Bono's Thinking? <laughs> oh, sorry, Create De Bono's Thinking Hats. Thinking Hats. Well, I'm I'm offering that as my, my free gift, and it's it's one that, it's a, it's a really straightforward tool and I'll oversimplify it, but Tafano was a psychologist and identified that um, we each have, there are six different styles of thinking that come through. Um, so you might, and used hats as a metaphor to mm -hmm. help it come alive. Um, so you might have a black hat, for example, if you are, if you're somebody with a black hat, you will find the problem you'll you'll moan about it or you'll be like oh no that's not going to work because of this reason and this or we tried this so quite focused on the problem um often seen as argumentative or awkward <laughs> difficult uh reluctant to change you know kind of really quite negative connotations um attached to a black hat but actually somebody who would wear that black hat is really good at spotting where plans might fail in advance mm -hmm. so then you can resolve that problem they are perhaps picking up on gossip or rumor or you know speculation about what might be going wrong early on they'll bring it to the table not to make it fail but if you don't listen to what, what's being brought through you will make sure it fails mm -hmm. um very often they're they're good at spotting um, you know challenges that other people, whether they be consumers, whether they be investors, whether they be 
other stakeholders what challenges they might bring um, by listening to them. So, so De Bono suggested that there were these six different hats. There's um, a white hat that's quite purist and focused on kind of big abstract thinking. There's the you know, green hat in terms of creativity. There's a, there's a range of hats that are brought through. And you can do this as a fun activity with a team to say, well, what hat, you know, what hat are you? There's a few assessments you can do online. Um, but you can also role play. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a solopreneur, um, you can force yourself or you know, pretend to be a black hat <laughs> and find all the things wrong and then be a yellow hat and then you know work that through how will people react um and it's it's a really good way to to build up um the quality of an idea the quality of a product or a service uh, very often especially when we're achievers when we when we're getting things done we we get things done and we succeed because we've learned the patterns on how to do things quickly so yeah it's fast you can do that i know all these things go 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 um which will help you reach reach a certain level of success, mm-hmm. but it means that you're you can be blindsided, you can be quite narrow in your thinking. Uh, so exercises like De Bono can encourage you to to take different steps. And when within NLP, for example, and I've seen this with some clients as well. It doesn't have to be a hat; it could be a person. Um, you could consider a, an imaginative or creative person so so if I said a creative person who would that yeah you know, who would spring to mind for you Laurie <laughs> <But> anybody <laughs> well for people that don't know Laurie in across time oh. or space oh yeah. right sorry sorry in the oh, um my mind's gone completely blank <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it's gone completely blank but Steve I mean it's passed but Steve Jobs is Steve you know Jobs. was a create was a creative yeah yeah so um so let's we can play with with Steve Jobs and imagine that Steve Jobs is a member of our team or as a member of our board, you know, in our business or in our, you know, in in the workplace, how does Steve? How would Steve Jobs solve this problem? And mm-hmm. kind of just role play into that, and you know, observe Steve and his suit and all of his success, you know, what he's achieved and some of the ideas and the approaches that he takes, and you know, step into Steve. What does Steve do? Just play a bit of dress up. Um, mm-hmm. The person that sprung to mind for me was Lady Gaga. And yeah. I'm thinking I might spend most of today as Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> She's way more fun. She's <laughs> more fun. Yeah, and why not? You know, why not yeah. bring through some of that energy, some of that that style, and and to play. And it it doesn't make me, yeah, you know, it doesn't make me less of a person that I'm not Lady Gaga. I'm me. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But actually, I can use some of Lady Gaga's work I can use mm-hmm. the energy and that approach and you know Claire with Lady Gaga that's that's freaking unstoppable surely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yes no so you're looking outside of um 
using other people that inspire you potentially or that are creative and and asking that question how how would they do it yeah yeah Yeah. and you know some of the most how would oh how would they be how would they be what you know how would they be in terms of their approach yeah yeah and some of the most successful people are really avid readers uh so warren buffett reads you know, mm-hmm. hours a day Elon Musk does as well and, and mm-hmm. he credits a lot of his success to avid reading and and you know if you love reading stories if you love reading biographies it's a way to start to understand a character and what a character brings and in so doing you can role play with that idea it's like well you, you give permission for that to come into the space and you know augment what you're doing, yeah, mm. wear it as a wear it as a dress to make what you're producing even better every time. Yes, and and also those those people, or certainly, I um, still have people that they collaborate with, people that help them. You know, they don't do it alone, even though they're top of their game they still have a team around them that's supporting them and helping them uh, you know come together and create and have different ideas that they wouldn't have had yeah, yeah. absolutely and um and and another reason why diversity is is so important Arnold Schwarzenegger one of my favorite quotes of his um is you know he he rejects being called the self-made man he's like You've got it all wrong if you think that I have made me. You know, all of my physical trainers have, all of my voice coaches have, all of my nutritionists have, all yeah, you know, all of these people are behind me that gives me this force. Um, and similarly, you know, you can't. The more open you are to those different elements, the mm-hmm. better the output, the outcome becomes you know over over time for sure brilliant (laughs) brilliant so (laughs) so yes you're obviously clearly passionate about that and I love it because it's it's quite it's 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 diverse it's different it's creative um so you said that this is um a free gift that you're offering the our listeners yes 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 so um it's 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 a straightforward uh, kind of introduction in more depth to, to Bono and how you can use it and a couple of frameworks uh, linked to some free assessments. Uh, yeah, I'm awesome. I'm very happy to steal other people's content. In you know, if they've created the quizzes, then we'll use their quizzes. You know, it was just just look around them and draw inspiration from elsewhere. So there's mm-hmm. assessments in there, and then you know, just a practical couple of questions to to make you go through the exercise and see how it runs and I'll include the instructions for the marshmallow motorbike exercise so I'd love to hear you know perhaps in the chat with YouTube what people have done with that one (laughs) yeah that would be awesome thank you (laughs) so you'll find all uh, Claire's links in the description below and if is there anything else you before we say sign off um is there anything else you want to add Claire well um the only other thing that I would add is just you know how uh how important these aspects of creativity are in in terms of causes uh throughout work life and um I actually work with a there's a company called Worktrip that uh help 
corporate teams to organize away days or you know different sessions and and you can you can access me through neon juno or workshop work trip have a great way of um helping you to design a retreat uh, in order to get this going and i think you know i'd really encourage people to start to consider that and to get in touch if if you think you know if you're noticing that your team is stuck um and you want to you want to create a you know bring in a joker like me to create a playful <laughs> but productive environment for a couple of hours and you know just to really turbocharge how you're working together and i think it's um it's so important to do to get away from your norm to to shift that energy from the you know your office or your working yeah. home working environment as a lot of people do now yeah it's really important to have be to create new ideas to be in a new space and to reset yeah yeah and absolutely to, and, you know kind of um very often we might try and trim costs and you know run the exercise yourself which is you know which is great uh because it reinforces your leadership but one of the things that i've found when i've done that is you're then not allowed to engage because you're too busy trying to facilitate it and make sure it works and direct it Mm -hmm. um and so it really isn't a false economy to to bring in uh somebody else from from outside and you know it'd be great if that's me but it doesn't have to be me um Mm -hmm. you know just give yourself the best possible chance the best possible return on the time uh by by being guided through that fantastic thank you very much claire and i'm sure our listeners really uh gleaned a lot from that love to hear your comments please like share and subscribe and and yeah if you do know somebody share specifically to them but we'd love you to share it in general as well so thank you and until next time take care bye-bye bye-bye thank you for listening we'd love to hear your comments and feedback and if you've enjoyed it please click on that subscribe button Give us a thumbs up and feel free to share. Join us for our next episode of the Exponential Potential podcast. Ignite your potential and thrive in times of great change.